Hey, welcome back to another day, another vlog. <laughs> it's pretty hard when you've got limited room to do a different intro, but um, <clears throat> welcome back to today. Great to see you all, wherever you're coming over from, the podcast, the website, or uh, Instagram, Twitter, what else do I got to do every day? Yeah, uh, heaps of you out there, thanks for joining and being part of this, I guess, dream I guess it is it's, it's actually a bit of a dream it's good fun I actually enjoy it and it's and at the moment in lockdown day six it is actually really good to have something like this to do every day so super handy being busy day go quick uh, or days go quick so that's always good uh, when you're stuck in a hotel room um, a little bit overcast and wet last night so yeah didn't even get to walk outside last night I uh, got to go and see what the clouds look like today, so that was good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, not uh, not the best weather, still no sun, unfortunately. Need a big mirror on the other side of the building to reflect over and get some in here. Anyway, uh, yeah, so things are going really well. Photos, you know, should we finish the photos tonight? Uh, so that's good, start on the video as well tonight and then tomorrow, so yeah, it should be tomorrow night, maybe Saturday, see how I go, um, all depends on the video. Um, but looking pretty darn good. <clears throat> Should be some good drone footage in there too of Darwin, so that's something I'm looking forward to. Um, as I said, I think the other day, there's not many places in Darwin you can actually fly a drone because the airport's right in the middle of the city. So it's, uh, yeah, I guess think of a, uh, oh, what do you call it, like those Easter eggs with the caramel in it. The, cr the chocolate is actually the only spot you, that's where all the suburbs are in Darwin. It's very centralised, which is really, really handy. If you live there to get to the handboard, to the airport, but if you fly a drone, an absolute nightmare. There's literally less than a, probably a handful of spots around Darwin that you can get outside of the zones where you're allowed to fly, uh, the no-fly zone. So it's very, very tricky. You really got to watch what you're doing and check it. So I know I've got some uh, good friends in Darwin that fly drones, and they're like, oh, just don't even worry about it. It's a nightmare. Don't even bring it. So it's yeah, a little bit tricky in that regard. So. That I can understand why being a licensed drone, you've got to sort of understand that and the, and the planes and such, but it's still uh, something that's enjoyable and a great little hobby, uh, very much disappointing. So, And seems to be that way across the world. Drones are getting more and more regulations um, uh, each year, it seems. So it gets harder and harder to actually use it. Never used to have this trouble when you were flying planes. Uh, young. There was no rules or regulations, just... I guess don't be an idiot. Unfortunately, as with all things, the uh, bad apples ruin the rest. So anyway, now fair bit of news today. Uh, pretty, <clears throat> pretty full on. Uh, probably go with the biggest one. If you haven't heard of it before, uh, it's obviously not tech or a thing, but it's the biggest news going on the planet other than COVID nineteen. And that was OnlyFans. Now OnlyFans is a how do you call it, a website where people can uh, sell subscriptions to their services. The services are for their fan base. In Generally, it's a lot of, I don't know how you put it nicely, uh, people with no clothes on, doing funny things to themselves <laughs> and making a crap ton of money out of it. Um, some of the big guys make $20, $30 million a year out of OnlyFans. Yes, 20 to 30, and that's US dollars. So yeah, it's big, big bucks. 
Um, sex, as always, in everything in life, it sells. So it um, was a massive blow from, I think, last week when OnlyFans announced that they were going to reduce explicit content out of the site. Um, and that was going to be, well, where's the gray area? Where, where does the line stop? Where does it start? All those sort of things got thrown straight out in the net. Become massive, massive news. Um, because they were the, obviously the business was trying to get more money to expand and make the make the business bigger and better, which is what most businesses do. You need finance, you need money to do that, and well, <clears throat> not many financial institutions were keen on getting in on a not a porn site, but a, uh, a sexually explicit site. They went, it's not really good for the investment base, um, as you can imagine. So that looked that was that threw a lot of red flags out, and well. Overnight, OnlyFans has backpedaled. They got back in the rowboat and they've gone backwards. I <laughs> said, holy crap, we're going to lose all of our... We're not going to have a business if we do this. Uh, and I think that was a pretty smart move because I really don't... I can't see myself opening an OnlyFans page to talk about um, footage. Um, there's plenty of other things like Patreon and uh, or even just uh, PayPal. You can do it that way if you want to get some information off your someone that you follow a lot and you want to get some personal assistance or something, I'm sure you could throw them a bone and hook them up through PayPal or through Patreon if they're so set up. So I don't, it's, look, it was really going to hurt the uh, platform in a big way. So they backpedaled. Uh, you can go back to just doing whatever crazy crap you were doing and, um, well, they're going to have to find somewhere else to get their investment money. Now, rumours where it was MasterCard, they're very sort of straight arrow in regards to the credit industry. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it's all going to work out for them. But I think it was a probably smart move. As I said, it would have been 95% of their, their um, creators were probably ones going to get affected. So it wasn't going to affect 1% or 2%. It was going to affect everyone. So it would have been a massive, massive blow to their business model. So, anyway, we'll see what happens as it goes forward. But, uh, yeah... Good to see. If you make a mistake, own up to it, suck it up, and go back to what you know. <laughs> it, uh, and that would happen pretty darn quick. Now, Hyundai, uh, they have a model in the States, and if you're over from the States, thanks very much for popping by. Um, you'd be aware of the Genesis model branding uh, that's under Hyundai. It's a luxury brand, I guess, like Lexus is for Toyota, uh, Infinity for Nissan. All that, that, everyone in America seems to have a luxury brand model. Um, well, they've got a new vehicle coming out. It's a dedicated EV platform vehicle and a bit of a game changer. Now, it's due in 2022, so next year. So that's really, really quick. The Genesis GV60. Now, it's a, it's an electric car. We don't need to talk about specs on an electric car. It's a little electric car. The biggest thing about this is it is wireless charging. So, yep, much like the iPhone, wireless charging, and uh, everything's now going wireless charging, watches, the whole work, it's all wireless. Uh, well, you drive this, you put, I'm assuming, the, the way they're talking about it, um, was set up with a company called Ytricity in the US. Uh, they've been working with Android for a few years, and you've got a plate, you drive over this plate when you get home, and it charges your car. No plugging in, no nothing. So, yeah, pretty wild. Um, and I, th I think now that the, the EV sort of, I guess, platform or that the EV market is growing at an exponential rate. Wireless charging is actually probably didn't work a couple of years ago, but I think 
yeah, it's a great idea right now. So Hyundai really uh, jumping in their heads first and getting in there, getting being one of the first ones to adopt this tech. And uh, look, I think it's probably going to be a better way forward. There's nothing worse than <clears throat> you get home from a long day of work and then you got to run around trying to find a cord, unplug it from the wall, plug it in. Remember when you get in the morning when you're in a rush and you're late for work to go and unplug it so you don't rip it off the wall. Uh, yeah, a lot better system, I think, um, especially for general public. Um, and I'm sure there would have been a lot of issues with cables and stuff in at home and people forgetting and ripping stuff out. Uh, happens all the time at service stations. We get it happening all the work on the dump trucks. They get in and they fill them up and they drive off with the hose attached and rip it off, uh, rip it to pieces. So it costs thousands of dollars to fix that. So it, this is a really good idea. So good job to Hyundai. And look, I think it's definitely going to be coming down the track. Now the EV cars are coming. Wireless charging is coming for the cars as well. Very, very cool. Now Starlink. Um, well, you probably haven't noticed too much about Starlink in the last couple of months. Well, in June, they suspended their uh, rocket ship deployment program uh, or satellite deployment program. Um, obviously, SpaceX is taking all their satellites up and deployment have been on the, on the mark and hitting their targets every month. Well, June, they apparently stopped. Pretty interesting reason why <clears throat> uh, apparently they want to put lasers on their satellites. Now, it's not... As the thumbnail suggests, freaking lasers or sea bass with lasers or dolphins. Where's my dolphins with my freaking lasers? Um, it's not that uh, Elon is not going pear-shaped and turning into Dr. Evil. It is these lasers basically help the satellites to communicate with each other. Uh, they'll bounce off each other. A, they'll tell them, give better assistance to where they are so they don't crash into each other. And also it will will not require a base station. So currently they've feed it down to a base station. They've got to have base stations in so many, I guess, well, it's in an area, such an area, you've got to put another base station. Well, with these lasers, you can get rid of those base stations. You don't have to have it. It'll allow Starlink to get even a wider footprint on the planet. So Antarctica and the Arctic, you wouldn't, where you don't really want to put a base station just to have internet, well, now you're going to be able to have it with a satellite and go tickety-boo. So that is really, really good news. And uh, obviously it gives some other benefits about crashing and stuff and just linking them and, and they help them talk to each other and be a little bit more independent, that big mesh of uh, satellites that's going ahead. Now, it's currently, I think, 1,600, they said uh, in the article, uh, 1,600 up there and it's in Melbourne and Sydney at the moment. I know you can get it. Uh, still waiting for it to come to Queensland so I can get it in, but they're talking late 2021. With this delay, might put it off a little bit, but they'll be back uh, three weeks. They'll be back up, smashing those rockets back up and dropping their payloads off. So look pretty interesting. And yeah, when I first read it, I went <laughs> probably a good headline. Uh, lasers on satellites, You're like, oh my God, here we go. We're going back to the eighties and uh, the US and what was it called? Star Wars, the Star Wars program. That's what I sort of thought of first up. But uh, no, it's not. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully Elon isn't going to just hold us all hostage once he's got a big web up there. <laughs> anyway, okay, now last but not least, OM Digital Solutions. Well, to us, us layman people, that's Olympus. Uh, it got bought out last year by OM Digital Solutions. And... No, they've been sort of pretty quiet. They've been just kept pushing the product and selling it. Some great discounts on their products 
where we are on the planet, uh, you can get a really good deal on an Olympus camera, whatever model, and lenses and all that stuff. They still make great products. They've still got the best weatherproofing and the best stabilization in the business. Fantastic for video, uh, being all micro four thirds, and that's their only really issue for me. They're only micro four thirds, and uh, I sort of wanted the full frame camera. So that's what only reason I didn't go to them when I got the RP. <clears throat> Well, um, they have now finally started to make some moves. They're going to be reducing, well, chopping down the model name. So you've got, for example, the OM, uh, OMD, OM-DEM1. Uh, that's now going to possibly come down to an OM1D. So just make it a little bit more sensible. You only got to look at Sony with their headphones like the WDX1003M4. As a headphone, it's just bloody nonsense. Uh, it'd be so good if some of these other tech companies could just simplify their names. Uh, nothing Ear One, pretty dimple, pretty darn simple. iPhone One to Twelve to Thirteen, simple. Like we don't need. Yeah, I don't. No one want. No one can remember sixty-five numbers in a model number unless you're really, really, really cooked. But um, also, as on top of that, they're going to be changing their logo. So there'll be no more the Olympus logo that we've seen. It'll be a new logo. I'm assuming something along the OM. Uh, I don't know if they'll have the DS in there or something for the digital solutions, but uh, the Olympus logo will change. That'll take effect this fall, they're talking about. Uh, so you'll see, I guess, on the bodies of the cameras, there'll be no more Olympus. Whatever the new logo is, it's going to now come in effect. So I guess you'll see that we'll see that change over. Once those new batches of cameras and lenses come through with that new in in this fall, so it won't be too far away. I'm assuming that's why they're trying to get rid of the old stock, so they can roll on in. And then maybe once they've got that branding change, then we might start to see some new models come out and see where they're heading. So very very cool. Anyway, that's about it for today. Um, don't forget, uh, if you haven't got any merch, change of seasons is coming. Uh, if you're in Australia, you're probably going to want some summer stuff. So go get one of these Wicked Champion t-shirts with an embroidered logo. There's a black and a white one on there. Uh, if you're going into winter, you've got the hoodies and all the other stuff. And uh, yeah, hook us up. Uh, website has now got the vlog on it too. So it'll have all the data from the show, uh, I've now got that on a uh, verified on, on its own vlog page on the website. So if you haven't visited the website for a while, go over and have a look at the link below. Go and check it out for us and let us know what you think of the website. Go check out all the amazing photos from around WA. Soon to be some more from Queensland once I can get home and do some start doing some uh, trips. But uh, yeah, all looking good. Anyway, thanks for stopping by. I do appreciate it and I'll see you all tomorrow. Whether you're coming this way, that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.